This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey people, how's it going? Welcome back along to the Bet Rivers Network for our UEFA Europa League show. Uh, the second legs coming up uh, of those uh, huge quarterfinals, and on this edition of the show, I'm joined by Steve Wiss and James Eastham to break them all down. Guys, how are you? First of all, I'm all right, thank you, uh, Harry. Uh, Europa League. It has been a challenge for me on this uh, on the Bet River shows for Europa League this season, I must say. Big shout-out to RJ, who's been uh, really having some great winners uh, on Europa League uh, this season. We tried to make this a Conference League show, obviously with Nice involved in that one, but unfortunately uh, we, we had to stick with Europa League only. But uh, here we go, Harry, uh, ready, ready to go. And I'm going to be swinging, swinging from the hip here. <laughs> Looking forward to it. James, how are you? Yeah, very well, Harry. Steve's saying that the um, Europa League show has been a challenge for him this year. I think it's been a challenge for everybody this year, this competition. I've Well, I found it quite difficult to read. Got some interesting sides um, who've made it through to the last date, some big names, some, some lesser names. So it's been a tough challenge. Steve and I do the League One show in, uh, in France every week, which is absolutely flying in terms of profit just have to squeeze that in so we are a bit disappointed that we couldn't do the conference league because nice are flying the flag for league one in that competition um but no we're sticking to the sticking to the europa league we've got i think we've got four very interesting ties actually and they're nicely poised after the first legs last week so let's see what we can let's see what we can pick out for people here Let's kick off then with uh, Sevilla against Manchester United. I'll start with you, Steve. Sevilla have had a really poor domestic season, uh, but somehow through a couple of own goals, they managed to pull themselves back into this clash against Manchester United at Old Trafford. And so this one is finely poised. Uh, what have you got for us in terms of a play here? Well, I'm I'm almost uh, like a wounded animal here, Harry, because on the show last week, my pick, was Manchester United minus 1.25 Asian handicap. Now, how on earth have I lost that pick? Even a half loss would have felt really bad. Um, I thought United should have been 4 or 5 nil up, to be honest with you. Um, no idea how Sevilla came back, but um, I, the pick I like, and I was torn between two, actually. I've ended up going with um, over 2.75 goals at uh, minus 106. Now, I was very tempted with Manchester United team total goals, over one and a half at minus 110. So if it actually ends exactly 0-2, then it will just sum up my luck in the com- in the Europa League this year. But um, the more I thought about it, the more I'm thinking Sevilla may well score 
because if you look at the, the players that Man United are missing defensively, Lissandro Mart- um, Martinez, um, you know, he's been a big player for them, hasn't he, defensively this year? Um, and also Varane is an injury doubt. Luke Shaw hasn't been fully fit. You know, it didn't catch them out against Nottingham Forest. I actually fancied Forest to score in that game, but really they're playing at a championship level right now. So I don't think we can take too much from that game. But um, Sevilla, they've got enough about them to to take advantage of any mistakes that Man United do. I was actually quite impressed with the big lad, um, Yusuf uh, Nezri. He came on at Old Trafford. He's actually six foot two and he, he caused issues, didn't he? Um, he? He may well do the same. So they've kind of got a backup plan if they want one. And I'm not saying he's going to start the game. So I think at some point, you know, Sofia have a great history in this competition. They're going to go down swinging. But fundamentally, Manchester United should have enough attacking class to cover this goal line on their own. Um, they've got loads of ability in the final third. Yes, Bruno is, is, is suspended here, but... I tell you who's actually impressing me finally for the first time this season is Anthony. And you know, I've been a big critic critic of him this year, but he's starting to really look not maybe the full price tag that he was. He was 90 million, but he is playing some good football. Um, I thought he really gave Sevilla massive problems in the first leg. They couldn't handle him at all. He should have scored um, at least one goal. He was very unlucky. So I think we've got a confident attacking lineup for Manchester United. Rashford might in return here. We'll have to wait and see. They've got more than enough about them, like I say, to cover this goal line on their own. But I do think Sevilla can score at some point. So that's why I went with the over 2.75 goal bet. Um, just need three goals here to have some sort of a winner. But I think, again, away goals don't count. So Sevilla can't just play for a nil-nil. I mean, well, they could if they wanted and just take it to extra time. But... Um, yeah, I think no away goals really helps this pick. So I'm expecting an open contest. Should be full of goals over 2.75. James, uh, you've also got a pick in this. Not quite the same pick. Um, you're putting faith in the English side uh, involved yes. in this one. Talk to us. Yes, I am, Harry. So I'm back in Manchester United to win here. Now, that's win on the night. Uh, it's not about going through, although obviously they, they would go through if they they do it on the night. It's Manchester United to win on the night, which, um, which I had down as plus 102. Looking at the market this morning, it's moved actually out to plus 105 now. So you get a little bit more for your money there. I am willing to back them. I think it might sound like a paradox, but I think United will have come away from that first leg last week not too disappointed. Now, obviously, in terms of the result, they'll have been extremely disappointed. They've let let... Uh, a, a, a very strong position slip there and that's obviously a major blow well what I mean by that is that I think they'll have come away and thought you know we are the better team here because I think over the 90 minutes they'll have been very disappointed with how it ended but when they've reflected on the game at some length they'll have thought you know we do have enough quality here to go through we were the better team and, and as Steve said they should have won really on the night quite comfortably if you look at how the the game played out. So I think they'll go there actually pretty confident. And I think they'll also be hugely motivated to make up for what happened towards the end of that match last week when they let that, that two goal lead slip. So I've got confidence that United have got enough quality to go through here. I think when we have these games where the final scoreline ends in a draw or ends pretty close, sometimes it is actually quite important to take a step back and, and look at the quality 
over the longer term of the two sides. And, you know, Sevilla, for all that they've they've got a great result there in the first leg and you have to congratulate them for it. They are, this season, a mid-table Spanish league side. That's what the evidence tells us. And you'd have to think that over the two legs, over 180 minutes, that is going to play out. So I think that came into my, my thinking here as well. I think United should have enough. They do have a few team news concerns as Steve has mentioned there but I think they'll be fairly confident and I think they'll 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 go into this game knowing that really if they play even if they play as well as they did in the first leg they should win because it's unlikely that something like what happened last week will happen again so I'm back in United here uh, to win on the night which is obviously going to be enough to take them through and I think the price is pretty good. I thought they might be just odds on and they're just odds against. So when I saw the price, I thought, yeah, happy to take that. It's Man United to win on the night and it's available at the moment at plus 105. Nice one. Um, let's move on to Roma against uh, Feyenoord. Uh, Steve, you've got a couple of picks in this one. Uh, obviously, Feyenoord leading this by a goal to nil. Uh, having beaten Roma in Rotterdam, but they're going to the Olympico this time and it could be uh, a very, very difficult place to go, as many teams have found out over the years. Yeah, it, this first leg didn't actually live up to expectations, really. I, I was expecting fireworks, but it didn't happen. We ended up with a position where the last 30 minutes, both teams just accepted the 1-0 score, um, which was a shame for me because this was another bet last week. I have no idea how I lost it, but I'm taking the exact same um, but again, I'm taking over 13 and a half Feyenoord fouls. I've been involved in the fouls market recently at Bet Rivers and been quite successful with it, certainly in France. Uh, Feyenoord had nine fouls in the first half last week, but only two in the second. So I, I really feel very unlucky. But it was again, it was because it, the last 30 minutes became like a pre-season friendly. So, but that's not going to happen here. I think all things could kick off. I actually really like the cards. I don't know the referee yet, but I think things could go a bit crazy. It wouldn't be surprised to see a manager get sent off in this one. There's definitely a bad blood between these two teams. Away fans are not allowed. Roma beat them in the Conference League final last year, and Mourinho has been often been on about salty final tears from this. Anyone who watches his, his conference, uh, press conference last week after the game, there was an interesting... Um, altercation with a Dutch journalist and he's going to be fired up here. I nearly back back to Roma, but they are missing some players. Tammy Abraham, for one, is it dislocated his shoulder. So I do wonder if Arnie Slot, the much coveted Arnie Slot, um, you might be up against him in North London next year, actually, Harry. But um, he's obviously got a great pedigree and I wouldn't be surprised if Final did get a result. But I like the fouls again because I think they are the team that are most likely to get stuck in here. Like I said, in this Conference League final last year, 18 fouls they registered against Roma. And they would have been on course for something similar last week had they just not, you know, the match just not petered out. But the match shouldn't peter out here. So across the whole 90 minutes, this is only a 90 minute bet, by the way. If it goes extra time, we won't be counting the fouls in extra time. And secondly, the pick that I'm going to go with, I'm swinging from the hip. I said I was going to have a go here. A full unit on uh, a player to be carded. And that player to be carded is Feyenoord's um, Orkun Kokchu. Now, this is the captain of Feyenoord, 22-year-old captain. He's had a, a really breakthrough season. Um, he's on the radar of quite a few uh, Premier League clubs, I do believe. Now, he only averages um, one foul 
every 120 minutes in the Eredivisie. But that halves in, in Europe, one foul every 66 minutes. Only six cards domestically. But it's interesting, three of them, one of them was against PSV and the other two were against Ajax. So in the big games, this captain wants to stand out. Um, obviously, he wants to lead by example, but he wants to get stuck in. So I think at plus 340, Cockchew to be carded is a huge price here. In a game where everything is completely on the line, it could get very close. There's only one goal in it. I think he's going to get engaged in some big midfield battles. There's also the chance of players getting carded for stuff like dissent, time wasting, all sorts of things. So I think it's a huge price. I'm willing to have a full unit on it. We're at the stage of the season where I think you sometimes got to be a bit aggressive with betting. And um, you know, normally this would be maybe a half a unit from me, but we're going all the way here. Orkin Cockchew to be carded, plus 340, and also these fine old fouls. They're better coming this week, Harry. I can just say that. Um, over 13 and a half times, I want them to be uh, fouling. So that'll do me. Nice one. Good stuff. Um, I like the look of those. Uh, and you said you were going to come out swinging and you've done exactly that. Um, let's take it on to the game between uh, Union St. Gilois and Bayer Leverkusen, in which James has a pick. Uh, talk us through your pick, mate. Yes, Harry. I've gone with a player pick here. I found this quite a tricky game to read in terms of the standard markets. You're talking there about the match market, who will win on the night, the under over goals. Um, fairly tricky when you look at the prices, in my opinion, to find any any particular value on those markets in this match. So instead, I've gone on a player pick. Um, and the player in question is Amin Adli of Bayer Leverkusen. And the pick is on Amin Adli to have over half a shot on target in the game, which is available at minus 107. So over half a shot on target. We just need him to have one shot on target in the game to have a winning pick. This is a market that Steve and I have both looked at in League One. It's one of those markets which I think Bet Rivers are ahead of the game on. They offer this market on a lot of matches. And if you do your research or you know your players in a particular league or in a particular competition, then you can find some good value picks. So Amin Adley here, I think, is good value to have um, over half a shot on target in the 90 minutes. Um, he's a player I really like. I, I saw a lot of him when he played in France at Toulouse in, in League Two over there. Uh, and he's moved to Germany and he's continued to progress. He's an attacking midfield player who carries the ball very well, gets forward. Um and he's actually in pretty good scoring form. So he's got three goals for Leverkusen in all competitions since the start of March. He's done that even though he's a player that doesn't always start matches. Um, he's got a couple of goals already this season in the Europa League. Um, and he's a France under-21 international now who there's quite high hopes for, actually. He's a player that will have gone under a lot of people's radars in some ways because he left France without really making an impression in, in League One. He was a League Two player who's gone straight into the Bundesliga. But he's he's developing well in the Bundesliga, as a lot of players who move from France straight to Germany do. It's a great stepping stone for a lot of players to play for these sort of teams in Germany and then go on to bigger things. And I think, you know, we've got a situation with the tie here where Bayer Leverkusen are going to have to be quite positive. I think they'll be disappointed with the position they find themselves in from the first leg, they would have, yeah, they would have won to get themselves into a stronger position. It's finished one-one. Um, they did on the night have some good chances. They could have 
they could have gone into this second leg with a lead. So they will be having to be positive here and go for the win. And I think Adley, given the form he's shown in recent months at Leverkusen, can be part of that. So I was happy to back him here. You just need him to have one shot on target. Don't need him to score. Don't need him to provide an assist. It's just to have a shot on target. And I think that, you know, this tie is very much alive. It's not one where... We're going to see Leverkusen sit back. They don't have a two or three goal cushion from the first. So they're going to be quite positive. And I think Adley will will benefit from that. So, yeah, I was happy to take him here. It's to have over half a shot on target in the 90 minutes. And it's available at minus 107. And one thing just to add with this market, I mean, Adley doesn't always start games. We should say that if you look at his stats in the Bundesliga this season, I think he's played in 20 games, but nine of those have been as a substitute if he doesn't start this game and you've backed him to have over shot on over half a shot on target then the bet will be void so you don't have to worry about oh well he might only get five or ten minutes as a sub at the end which wouldn't give him a great deal of time to have that shot on target. well don't worry because if the if the starting 11 is named and he's not in it your bet will be void and you'll just get your stakes back so you do have a safety net there you don't really have to worry too much about how many minutes he's going to get on the pitch. Nice one. Um, sounds good. Uh, there is one more quarterfinal that uh, you've both dodged, um, but let's get some uh, brief thoughts on this one. Uh, sporting, uh, obviously taking on Juventus, who lead by a goal to nil from the first leg. Uh, any particular reason why you both uh, sort of swerved this one? I mean, I think I would too, but um, kind of interested to know your reasoning. Well, um, I'll tell you what, Harry, Um Juventus matches, whenever I see them, it's a 1-0 scoreline to someone. Literally every time I, I see the result. And I don't like getting involved in teams that are, that have matches that don't have many goals. I'm not an underbacker, I'm an overbacker. Um, I mean, that first leg, there was an amazing save late on to, um, by the reserve, the backup goalkeeper came on. Mattia Perrin um, made an unbelievable save to preserve this 1-0 uh, advantage. And you know, this feels like the sort of game which will, if it went to extra time, I wouldn't be shocked. And 1-0 to Sporting. I struggle to get a grip on them, Sporting Sporting Club de Portugal, I must say. Um, yeah, they can be very up and down. But fundamentally, let's remember Juventus on points without the deduction of a third place in, um, in Serie A. And um, you can't underestimate them in this sort of position. It's really all they're gunning for now this season, apart from in the courtroom. So I, you just you just sense, you just feel they'll find a way to go through if needed. Quite how, I'm not sure, but you've got to be looking at the unders here. But there's, it's no real price, minus 141. Happy not to get involved in this one, Harry. How about you, yes. James? <laughs> yeah, similar, Harry. Similar. I found this a hard one to read. Steve makes a good point there about the league table. You know, you do have to look at the quality of the Juventus side rather than where they are in the in the league standings. But I, I wasn't particularly impressed with them in the first leg. I think that a little bit lucky maybe to win that game. Um, they're 1-0 up. It'd look at the under 2.25 market on this because Like Steve... Low-scoring game towards this being a low-scoring game. If that is your view, then you can get under 2.25 goals, which is available at minus 110. Wouldn't necessarily talk anybody out of that because with that pick, if the game has two goals or fewer, then you're going to make a profit. And I think there's a fair chance that Juventus 
will try and make this a low scoring match but I, I didn't have enough confidence really in any of the markets here so yeah it's, it, I think it's one to leave alone and and keep an eye on it's 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 a shame in a way because it's obviously quite a big tie if you look at the two sides involved we've got two fantastic European names here and as Steve has said this competition now for Juventus becomes very very important um, so there'll be no lack of effort no lack of focus on this game I don't think I, I sporting will I, I feel really believe they can get through this tie so it should be a great watch in terms of the um the importance of the game, I think, in terms of how, how seriously these two teams take it. But from a betting point of view, looking at the markets, it's one that I feel is best left alone. Yeah, and I agree with you on the fact that Sporting have a chance here. I watched Sporting live earlier this season. Uh, obviously, they they dispatched of Arsenal in this competition and they showed a, a tenacity and a, and a sort of doggedness that I didn't think they had. Uh, but they clearly do have that and you're going to need plenty of that up against the Juventus side that are very streetwise yeah. uh, with Max Allegri at the helm. Okay, let's summarise uh, you guys' picks uh, for these uh, Europa League quarterfinal second legs. Uh, when it comes to Sevilla against Manchester United, Steve has gone for over 2.75 goals. That's at minus 105. Uh, James has gone for Manchester United to beat Sevilla at plus 102. Uh, if we take it on to Roma against Feyenoord, uh, Steve has gone for over 13 and a half Feyenoord fouls. That's at minus 103. And he's also gone for Orkun Kopchu to be carded at plus 340. In the game between Union St. Gilois and Bayer Leverkusen, uh, James has gone for Adley of Leverkusen to have over 0.5 uh, shots on target. That's at minus 107 and in the game between Sporting and Juve everybody steered clear uh, for good reason uh, thank you all so much as always for tuning in don't forget to leave a like don't forget to subscribe uh, don't forget to leave us a review on whatever platform it is that you're taking this content in from uh, do follow us at because we win as well and uh, keep across all the fantastic content coming your way my thanks to James my thanks to Steve and we'll see you all soon until next time goodbye Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.